0: Welcome to vital moments. My name is Ron. I am the host today. This is something new for me uh, hosting with Amy one of our teaching team members, which is pretty exciting. And uh, normally David does this Amy but uh, today he's given us the uh, cold shoulder and said (laughs) I'm not doing this
1: The cold shoulder. I'm sure that's exactly how it went down.
0: Yeah, he said, "I'm really super busy. Can you do this for me?" I'm like, "Fine, I'll do this." <laughs> anyway, this past weekend we launched a brand new series called "The Gift," mm-hmm. and uh, we were we're actually it's a really short series, basically a two parter, leading up to our Christmas celebrations, and uh, we're looking at two moments uh, around the birth of Jesus. We're we're looking at Mary. And uh, we're looking at Zachariah, so Mary's uh, song and Zachariah's prophetic prayer, mm-hmm. but you focus on Mary. So th- as you were preparing this talk, what was going through your mind as you were reflecting on Mary's heart as she is approached by the angel, she's going to you know, carry the son of God. And, and as you were preparing it, you know, what was, what were your thinking? What, what was your thoughts?
1: Yeah. Truthfully um, I had a really hard time connecting with it at first. Sometimes you you like go to jump into a scripture and you're like jacked up and excited and um, pulling all these things. And I don't know, it just, it took me a little bit to connect with her. Um, and I think it's a little reflective of my own journey too. It's something that as I begin pulling more and more out of just this humble acknowledgement that Mary has of the gift that's inside of her and what God is going to do. And it's not, anything owed to who she is particularly or what she has done, but that God would just simply choose her. And as this continuation of over and over and over again in history, God coming to the rescue of his people and coming to desire to be with them and to bring life in and through them and through their nation. And then here, this is like the The ultimate promise being fulfilled, not just for one moment in history, one particular person in history, one particular situation in history, but rather one that would bring change for eternity, for the rest of generations to come. Um, And just her humble, meek acceptance of that and, and what that does inside of her in response to what God is doing.
0: I really like the fact that the Bible doesn't hide the fact that when the angel comes to her the first time, she's afraid, Mm -hmm. right? Or there's a sense of a need to say, fear not. Yeah. Like I, I think sometimes we look at the Bible and we kind of think, okay, this is something that, you know, hides from the reality of real life, but this Mm -hmm. was something for her that, like you set it up so well just recognizing that here's this humble woman young woman who's you know going to get married to this carpenter joseph and mm. this overwhelming moment right and she literally can say that jesus was in her <laughs> yeah you yeah
1: know?
0: <laughs> you know literally we all often talk about jesus being in our lives and she literally could say that mm-hmm. what what shifted for you 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 said at first you were having a hard time identifying but then something shifted inside of you
1: yeah i think honestly even um i had a chat with our friend lisa who is our family ministries director and just acknowledging even seeing myself in and Mary in this conversation and in how she approaches this on how, you know, she didn't go looking or asking for this. She would have never certainly thought that it would have been her, that this gift would come into the world. And I think that a lot of people, but mostly like, I, I think of my own life, myself included, of how easy it is to sometimes hide in the background or think that I have this humble posture of, oh, who am I? And like, no, let someone else do it. And like, I'm not sure that I can exactly like do the things that maybe um, people have said about me or my life and then acknowledging that it actually has nothing to do with me it all has the heart of God all through in it that he wants to encounter people through me and it is just a simple obedient yes just like Mary she had this humble acceptance in that moment despite being terrified of what this would mean for her in so many ways and I think a lot of people who are on faith journeys struggle with that understanding that God may want to use them to bring the good news to the people around us and that can be really scary I know even and even Poplar Hill and, and wrapping things up talked about how it's so easy for us to share about like a really great meal we had or a great place we vacation. And yet actually sharing the thing that is bringing a transformational work in our lives can be really difficult. Um, and so I think, again, we all can just so look at We know ourselves too well. We know our flaws and our failures. We know our insecurities and things that we're good at that we're not good at. And yet, despite all of those things, God is very much aware of them. And he asks us to be ambassadors and messengers of of this message that he has through this gift of Jesus.
0: Yeah, so good.
1: Story really reflects that. Yeah, um, she didn't go asking for this, looking for this. She humbly accepts it, and then something shifts inside of her when she encounters Elizabeth, and suddenly here she is, just declaring this peace for generations to come of this mm-hmm. gift of Jesus and who He is. And yeah, it's really, really is a powerful moment.
0: <laughs> I, I, I mean, sometimes when I read the Bible, I, I mean, we get the advantage of reading the entire story the moment the and we kind of can miss the reality of the shock like she just going about her day she probably got up that day as normal as any other day planning a wedding or whatever and then next thing you know she's being this having this you know angel encounter and boom you know her life changes and you brought out three, I think it was three, right? Three important points of this this expression of Mary's heart that we looked at. Can you recap the three real quick for us? Are you able to do that?
1: Yeah, I think so. So she has this moment where... Um you know, everything shifts and changes in her and in Elizabeth's greeting and acknowledging that she was the one carrying the savior, the Messiah, the promised one that they'd all been waiting for. And then there is this moment where she recognizes that um, in her humility, God is being magnified that there's this like magnifying glass that she's holding up to him and who he is. And, you know, as ambassadors, as followers of Jesus, as disciples of him, our lives should also do that same thing where we hold up this magnifying glass where it's all about us, but it is about him. And we get to point others towards him. Um, and then she goes on talking, acknowledging her humble estate and that generations to come would call her blessed because he has done great things For me, um, and his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. And so, God sees her, he sees her in their lowest state, just like he sees us in whatever state or position we are in, whatever family we come from. And yet, in his mercy, he calls her blessed. In his mercy and love and care to us, he calls us blessed. Um, and he does mighty things for us, just simply first and foremost, in in sending Jesus here to earth. So for her, it was a physical conception of a birth and of a baby and of a history um, that she comes from, this lineage of where God continually does these great and mighty things. Um, But then also this piece of where um, God does great and mighty things for us through salvation found through Jesus, that we receive salvation for our souls for eternity, but also the benefits of knowing him here on Earth about being those ambassadors. So um, that was a, a thing that she gets to say for generations to come. That look at me in my yeah. in my state, yeah. uh, and then she sort of fills it out and comes to this sort of final point of she magnifies God, acknowledges these mighty works that He has done, even right now in this moment of her receiving this conception of this baby, um, but all to acknowledge those things that. It is a hungry that he fills with good things, the rich he sends away empty and, um, this acknowledgement of his mercy and the fulfillment of this promise from generations and generations all hoping for this. This is the, the peak of this. And that everyone from this point on would be blessed and have that opportunity for your life change because of what is inside of her, um, so it's just kind of this beautiful, almost like just story of this is where I am. This is who I am. This is what he's done. And and pulling all these pieces of history together for this like incredible life-changing moment that is offered for us today still.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's incredible to think that you know, out of this expression, you you can kind of feel and sense of Mary's understanding of the bigger picture of the lineage of her people, and and then now in this moment, like, wow, it's just it's just staggering to think that. I, I was wondering about, like, this is vital moments is primarily we did this for our connect groups, mm-hmm. right? For people that uh, maybe missed the Sunday morning. Didn't get a chance to watch the longer version of this on YouTube. Um, what what do you hope our connect groups wrestle with in this particular talk? Mm-hmm. Can you think of something off the top of your head? Because I didn't I didn't forewarn you with this question. So
1: no, that's okay. Um- I think that it is always helpful too, for us to like step back and really, like you said, it's easy for us to read the Bible with the whole picture, whole story and really plant ourselves in Mary's spot. I think too, um, this really, at least for me, this message has really come to um, how I see myself and the message that I carry and the power of that message. Um, And so I hope that we can sit in just where Mary's at in that moment of time, um, and have that time and space where we acknowledge whether your followers use Jesus or not, his hand and his fingerprint is all over your life. So to step back and to see that and acknowledge that part, acknowledge that bigger story that you're a part of, but also then that bigger story that you carry for someone else to be brought yeah. into. And so I hope that, um, Our groups will wrestle with um, knowing that that promise is inside of them and that they're carriers of that. And then to not look at their flaws and their failures, but rather look at God has given you this message for a reason, for a purpose to share with someone, even if it's something as simple as an invitation to Christmas to say, Hey, just come and see, come and see.
0: Yeah. And I think that as I, reflect on, you know, Mary's expression of this song, recognizing that God can and will and continues to use everyday ordinary people to be carriers of his message, right? And actually spending time really reflecting on how, how can I live my life this way? The thing that struck me more in the second service in Poplar Hill when you were speaking, and it was a line that you threw in. It was she simply said yes mm-hmm. And I had this sense that and I hope that our our listeners and our connect group people really get to the place where they allow themselves to be receptive to this idea that God loves them, that in spite of how they feel about themselves, their insecurities, their brokenness, their shame, their guilt whatever it might be, that God actually can see through that to the heart of the individual and desires to bring hope and healing into those areas. And, Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: I think that the wrestling with these things is such a beautiful opportunity to recognize that this gift of Christmas is way richer and deeper than just lights and gifts and malls and Amazon packages showing up every day at the house. I mean, I have to be careful when I open my door, Amy, when I leave, (laughs) because I I step out and there's a package there in the morning and twist my ankle, thanks to Desiree ordering all this stuff. But um, it's that beautiful gift of what God has given to us. My prayer for us as a church and for those who participate in the Christmas services across all of our locations is that they will begin to understand that this Christmas season doesn't have to be one that you go through at Mach 5 and mm-hmm. and you, you know, you get distracted by all the complexity of the Christmas season, but that you live in this beautiful gift that came to first came to Mary and then it is offered to us today. So I, I think it's a beautiful example of, of God's heart for us. So. Mm-hmm. Did you have anything you wanted to add? I did not set a timer, so I don't know how long we've been. So,
1: <laughs> so David normally has going a timer. Going. <laughs>
0: What's that? What's that? It says we
1: could just keep going and going. We don't have to stop. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. Yeah. I just, I, I just really think don't underestimate the power of the cross and especially mm-hmm. the power of an invite. Um, we can just so downplay so many things, but yet there are so many beautiful stories that have taken place. Just looking specifically at our context of Battle Point Church, you know, the church is certainly growing all over the world, but looking at this, it's just don't underestimate the power of what God is doing inside of you. Despite of you, despite you, you're in this place for this reason. You're around the people that you are for this reason, and don't underestimate that gift of hope that is placed inside of you that is for others and just yeah that simple invite really truly does potentially have the power to change the trajectory of that person's life and it's not up to us for that person to say yes or to say no, that is up to them. But it's certainly up to us in our obedience to say, Hey, come and see, come and experience and just allow God to do what he does best in changing and transforming hearts. That's not our job. We get to just walk with people as God does that deep work in them.
0: (laughs) Well, it is, uh, December 4th, we're recording this 2023 Mm -hmm. leading up to, Nine services across four locations. My hope and prayer is that people will invite friends. Like you said, we're not responsible for the answer. May we be responsible for, hey, would you like to come to a Christmas service at my church? Mm -hmm. And we know that the simple invite has the potential to change someone's understanding of who Jesus is. And that's my prayer this year. So, Amy, thank you for opening up uh, this two-parter called The Gift, looking at Mary. It was fantastic. I really appreciate all the work that you put into this. And I know from behind the scenes, you put a lot of work into this one, which was really, really good and um, really appreciated it. So thank you to to those of you who listen, uh, Connect Group people and others who are listening in, please um, maybe rate or make a comment and um, maybe we'll see this podcast become a little bit more uh, predominant in other people's lives as well. We're grateful for the opportunity to do this. We love what God is doing through vital Point church planting churches in small towns in Ontario. And, uh, because what hashtag Jesus loves small towns, Amy.
1: Are we starting that now? (laughs) I
0: I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I started looking up websites for that. Maybe we should start something anyway. Anyway, good stuff. Thank you so much. And, uh Appreciate everybody. See you at Christmas.
1: See ya.